everyone, it's Dr. Joel Rosen. I am the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja, and I'm really excited to be talking to you tonight with Facebook Live and Instagram Live. We're actually shooting both here today. Um, and we're going to be talking about how stress impacts your brain and how brain impacts is impacted by stress. It's a two-way relationship. And I, I deal with a lot of people who are exhausted, they're burnt out, they can't focus, they can't concentrate, they don't have energy to get them through the day, they crash in the middle of the day, uh, the least little bit of stress and they, they, they break down, they get panicked, they get overwhelmed, they're not sleeping very well, they wake up in the middle of the night, they get up with no energy, and then at the end of the day, they go to see their doctor and their doctor tells them that they're normal, that there's nothing wrong with them, that their blood tests are normal, or better yet, there's no such thing as an adrenal fatigue problem. And so I call myself the adrenal fatigue recovery ninja because I like to put the target on my back and say, I know that they're in the medical definition, you don't agree that there's such a thing as an adrenal fatigue problem, um, especially when you do an ACTH cortisol test and you find out that the adrenals pump out an ample amount of cortisol. And the definition of fatigue would be it wouldn't pump out any cortisol. So what's happening there? What's happening is the stressors in the body impact the brain and the brain feeds to the adrenals and then the whole feedback loop gets broken. And it's not just an HPA axis dysfunction. It also has rooted problems with, uh, with pathogens, with chemicals, with uh, physical traumas, uh, with gut problems, immune problems, to the point where the hormones aren't being made properly, they don't have the proper nutrients to be made properly, and they're not being converted and broken down properly in the liver and the gut. They're not binding to receptors properly, and they're not getting into the cell properly. And, and that goes further than an HPA axis problem. That goes into a, a mitochondrial problem. So more than anything else, I tell patients, if you're dealing with exhaustion, overwhelm, you can't exercise, you try to exercise, and you may feel good, but then you crash for the next three days, or you can't even exercise anymore. Because when you try to exercise, you just don't have it. You don't, you're, you're not recharging your batteries. And if you're not recharging your batteries, then chances are you're not necessarily dealing with the adrenals not pumping out um, enough cortisol, um, but the whole process of the brain signaling to the adrenals and the adrenals mounting enough of a response and having those hormones being utilized and converted and eliminated and processed and then fed back to the brain properly is not working. Bottom line, it's not working. And, and the doctors um, don't believe in such a phenomena because they're not willing to get into the nitty gritty. They're really not. And you're left with frustration, you're left with starting to doubt yourself, you're left with the fact that, um, that your doctors don't believe you, and then you get told to go and get um, some antidepressants, or you get told to just, you know, take it easy and don't stress out so much, or you're put on thyroid medications, or you're put on anti-anxiety medications, and, uh, or focus and concentration medications, or, or hormones and what happens at the end of the day is you're making the problem even worse because you're not getting upstream to what's causing the problem in the first place and one of the biggest problems 
is the fact that your brain is being hardwired for stress. That's what I want to talk to you about tonight. If you don't get this right, you're never going to fix an exhaustion problem, an overwhelm problem, an HPA axis problem, a, a liver problem, a microbiome problem, because ultimately your brain is going to be hardwired for stress. That's what I want to talk to you guys about today. So um, when the brain becomes conditioned to its environment, so take a vet, uh, someone who went to the war, they experienced atrocities, they were just overwhelmed with stress, and then their brain sort of changed and it got formed for that stress response. And that happens in your life if you don't go to war, that happens with your upbringing, that happens with uh, relationships, that happens with um, traumas, that happens with physical traumas, that happens with uh, emotional traumas, that happens with um, financial problems. What happens is your brain gets um, formed in a way where it releases chemicals, it releases neurotransmitters, it releases uh, hormones, and it signal, it, re it tells that it doesn't so much release, it releases messengers to tell your body to do that and now your brain becomes plasticized into that form and that becomes its new norm and when that becomes its new norm how is taking adaptogens and how is taking thyroid hormone and how is taking um, even even synthetic or bioidentical hormones how is that going to fix the way that the brain has been plasticized to continue to live in a sympathetic, overwhelmed state? It's not going to fix it at all. So this is the lesson I want to teach you today in this, in this live session that we've got to think about the brain as having to be rewired because it's changing. I mean, if you think about it, if you were to have to remember a seven-digit number, you can't do it anymore because we're programmed in the sense that Google programs our brain in that regard. It really programs it to have little bits of information at little times and little inter intervals where now the brain is changing the way that it's processing information. If you put on top of that um, the way you were brought up and your morals and, and then high stress situations um, and, and post-traumatic stuff, then what happens is your brain is now being re rewired in a certain way um, that when there's contradictions, when there's experiences that don't mimic that, now that creates an internal stress. And now your brain becomes almost habituated to seek out the way that the chemicals are used to being released. I know it's a bit of a tough concept, but if you have any questions with that, let me know right now so I can answer that. I see Joanne, you're here. Hi, Joanne, hope you're doing well. And Cheryl, I'm glad it makes so much sense because it's difficult information, and my goal is to bring it down into the boilable down information so that you can walk away with some usable tools. Um, so, sorry, going back to that last slide, what happens is your brain can only process so much information and it prioritizes the information that it's going to utilize. And as a result, you may feel like I'm having a senior moment, like you're in one room, you're gonna go into the kitchen and you totally forgot what you were doing. Um, and then you like, what am I doing in this room? I mean, let me know with a thought, show of you know, comments or, or likes if that happens to you, because I know it happens to a lot of people. It even happens to me at times. So what happens is, when, when that happens, 
um, your brain is, is like a window in, on a computer. You have about five different windows open and you go and try to run the program in one window and then open up another window. It's not going to be on that new window. It's going to be on that old window. That's how your brain is being processed. But I don't want to get too much into the psychology of it and the neuroplasticity of it. I want to get into how does that cause you to be stressed, overwhelmed, and not being able to recover with uh, an adrenal fatigue problem. And remember, I already coined what that phrase means. So it's it's putting, I, I want to put the, I really do want to put the bullet marks on my, well not bullet marks, but I want to put a bullseye on my back and say, I'm here to lead these people that are exhausted, they're ignored, they're not taken seriously, and they're just continuing to suffer with a major epidemic on, on, on the body, and, and we know that it involves the adrenals as well. So stress becomes the new norm, it really does. Um, and your body looks for situations, like you look at that person that comes home from the war and, and their brain is, is amped up, then they come home and the first couple of weeks they're okay, but then potentially they do ruinous behaviors um, and they, they start doing bad things because the brain doesn't know any different. It releases chemicals and the chemicals need the situation that it's used to to be able to reinforce that. Hopefully that makes a lot of sense. Um, do you mean brain? Why, what, what, what did I put here? Um, sorry. And Jared, what does, it, what does it take to rewire your brain? Continued positive thought processes? That's, that's part of the deal, for sure. Um, and that's what we're going to get into. I mean, I love, I love, this is not a, a, a video about the brain tap. Um, but it's certainly a great tool. Um, the brain tap is this, brain, this information here, which we basically put it on. And then what it does is it helps coordinate the frequencies of the brain so it, it slows the brain down. So what, to answer your question, Jared, you want to be able to um, get the brain in coherence. And you want to be able to take it through different brain waves of therapy um, so that you're going from a beta wavelength to an alpha wavelength to a delta wavelength. And that's where brain healing really takes place. Um, and that has to do with repatterning your, your brain to different experiences so it's more favorable. It really is. I mean, we're trained with negative reinforcement. A cop doesn't pull you over and say, hey, Jared, you did a great job. I really like the way that you stopped at the lights. Um, you really stopped for those pedestri pedestrians. No, you're, we're, we're reinforced negatively. So now the brain is formed in that way and it becomes stressed and it becomes heightened and it looks for all the things. It has an antenna up and it looks for all the things that reinforce that sympathetic system. So now your sympathetic system is overwhelmed. Um, your adrenals are, are making so much adrenaline and that's where the genetics come in because that's what I'm going to talk to you about as well. So the brain puts you into overdrive. It really does that and it creates the most comfortable environment. So it doesn't want that dissonance. It, it, it unfortunately, the most comfortable environment is that environment that reinforces and, and helps the brain um, make the neurochemicals that it's used to and that's a stress state. That really is. Um, and you know your belief systems, the way that you were raised, um, plays into your stress because if you get a contradicting belief system, then that's going to be very, very stressful and that puts you into the bind. And that's where we have a difference between a flow state and a stress state. The flow state is more about, um, about having positive reinforcement 
and, and not be in that sympathetic overdrive and be in rest and digest mode. And that's really important because if you're not getting into rest and digest mode and you're not getting into parasympathetic states and you're not getting into delta wavelengths of frequencies in your brain, then you're not gonna cleanse the brain at night. There's studies that show that we have a lymphatic system in our brain and if your brain is not getting into that parasympathetic state at nighttime, what's gonna happen is it doesn't cleanse. It doesn't detoxify. And then we have brain fog, we have overwhelm, and then we take a thousand and one different supplements expecting that to work, but it never does because we're not addressing the brain components. Hopefully that made sense for you guys. Again, give me some comments if you want. Do you mean brain? I don't know what you mean by that, uh, um, Eileen. I did mean brain. Cheryl, it's so overwhelming. Where does one begin, especially when you're on a fixed income and, and you're right, doctors don't believe adrenal stress. You know, it comes down to the basics. I mean, it comes down to eating healthy. Like I always say the boring, you know, little hinges that swing big doors comes down to, you know, if it doesn't look that it like it would, like grandma would recognize that food and it, it wasn't it wasn't made from the earth and it was made from the factory, chances are that's not going to out out trump you being on an adaptogen or you being on um, having a thousand and one different tests. And that's what I do when I work with people. I, I get down to the basics, like what time are you going to bed? What time are you getting up? What time are you having your meals? How are you digesting your meals? What content are you eating in your meals? I mean, all of those things are super important for you to, to do. So hopefully that answers your question there. Um, so anyways, um, the HPA axis and, and the adrenals, they process the stressors. So they're always gonna be involved. And that's why we do, when we do testing, I do the Dutch test, which is a four point urine test that looks at your urine at different times of the day. We do a saliva test, and then we also do a blood test. And I can't tell you how many times when you're looking at the HPA axis system from the blood, the urine, and, and the saliva, and now I'm gonna even be getting into hair, you're starting to see different angles. On, on the hormones. Like I get, I just had a case where we were looking at his blood hormone, his testosterone, he's on testosterone shots and his testosterone's low. But his urine in the blood, but the urine, he's excreting like an elephant. He's got so much testosterone coming out of his urine. He's like, I don't get it. It's like, well, it's not binding anywhere. There's so much inflammation in your body. You don't have receptor sites. And, and you also have some methylation issues where you're not clearing out your estrogens because it's aromatizing and you're inflamed and you're very emotional and you're under overwhelm and you're taking more testosterone expecting to yell at a deaf person and have them finally hear it when the mechanics aren't working properly. And, and that's, that takes some time and investigation and that's what I do. I'll look at your blood tests, I'll look at your urine tests, I'll look at your saliva tests, and I'll even look at your genetic tests to see how do they all play together. And, and hopefully that makes sense to you guys as well. And what's really interesting is research now shows that your thoughts can change over 2,000 gene expressions. So that means if we're in that sympathetic overwhelm and we're patterned to seek out those behaviors so that we release these adrenaline and noradrenaline and dopamine and all these neurochemicals, when you start to think some way, it's gonna release, um, it's gonna impact the gene expression. It's really kind of interesting. Um, and that high stress causes that sympathetic survival syndrome. 
Um, really good book called Why Do Zebras Don't Why Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers um, talks about the fact that the zebra in the Serengeti, if it gets chased by a lion, um, it just realizes, as Dr. Patrick Porter talks about, it just realizes it has to be the second slowest zebra. If it's the first slowest, it's going to be someone's meal, right? So what happens is, as long as it escapes that lion from you know having its last day on Earth, it goes back to eating and being you know doing being doing zebra stuff. It doesn't have meetings and and ceremonies and and talk to its friends and it doesn't have all those other things that were associated with that stressful event. They don't have that limbic center where the brain makes meaning and attaches value and and as a result um, now that zebra would be an anxious zebra and it would be um, depressed and it would be um, having panic attacks because it hasn't formed the brain with the emotion. Every thought forces, forms an emotion and that emotion has an associated chemical reaction to it. Uh, hopefully that makes sense to you. I had a super stressful day. This is a perfect topic. How do we get to the brain to calm down again? You're going to have to watch it again from the beginning, um, but it, it comes down to having tools, being healthy, getting good healthy nutrients, making sure you're drinking enough healthy water, um, half your body weight in ounces plus 32 ounces with every cup of caffeine. The majority of you guys are walking around dehydrated. You have three cups of coffee, that's 32 plus another six, another, that's that's 96 ounces right there, plus you weigh 120 pounds, that's 60. You're at 150 ounces, and you don't even get your half your body weight in just ounces for the day, let alone the coffee. You're walking around dehydrated, and that's going to cause big problems for you as well. Um, so the, the brain gets rewired in a stressful event, and every thought you have, like I said, has a chemical reaction, and that chemical re reaction creates your feeling. Hopefully that makes sense for you guys as well. Um, and that creates negative conditioning. We talked about the brain is conditioned negatively and we need to condition it positively. Really, is that what we need to do? Now, that doesn't mean you just think positively. I think thinking positively is very important. I think having gratitude and celebrating things are very, very important. But it, it also comes down to having tools like the brain tap or having... Um, having um, uh, brain training. There's a lot of brain training you can do, training the frontal lobe and the parietal lobe and the cerebellum, but it also requires good nutrition. If you don't have good metabolic health, if you're not absorbing your nutrients, if you're not digesting your foods, if you're not uh, eliminating your toxins, if your blood sugars are imbalanced, if you have food reactivities, um, if you have all these things that you're not looking at, um, then having the best positive thoughts in the world are not going to work either. Um, so it creates a perfect storm, and that's really the people that I work with is, unfortunately, they have all of these brain changes, um, but then they have the genetic susceptibility where depression, anxiety, mood disorders, addictions, autoimmunities, heart disease, cancers, all of these things tend to run in the families. That's why we do the ancestry testing and we look at your methylation pathways and we see how it's responsible for over 250 cellular activities in the body. 
and, and that includes making your neurochemicals. That means clearing out your neurochemicals. So you could have that perfect storm where your brain is hardwired for stress and then you have the genetic susceptibility to not be able to clear that out or not to be able to make it in the first place and now all of a sudden it creates that perfect storm. So that's where we suggest doing the proper genetic testing as well, which is very important. Um, so you have to understand that, um, that genetic component and, and not just say, oh, you have MTHFR, don't take folic acid. I can't tell you how many times, or you, you don't have MTHFR, so you don't have to worry. Those two are, are really, really false claims. I have a, a YouTube channel, Dr. Joel Rosen. Um, uh, I think it's Dr. Joel Rosen, your adrenal fix. And we go over methylation up and down, left and right. And I talk to you about all these enzymes that may be more responsible for your depression. Or, and I get a lot of people, here's the thing, I get a lot of people on SSRIs and we go on their genetic test results and we find out that their problem is in the dopamine arena, not the SSRI or the serotonin arena. And they're, they're expecting to get better and, and, and it's not doing the trick. Um, so you gotta look at that genetic component. You gotta look at the environmental component. You gotta look at your gut health. You gotta look at your chemicals and exposures to toxins, heavy metals you gotta look at. You gotta look at food sensitivities. You gotta look at the adrenals. How is, that's why we do the blood, the urine, the saliva test, because we wanna know how is the, what's the scorecard on, on the stress? We'll see how is the environment playing on your body such that now we know that you have um, not enough free cortisol available, um, you don't have enough metabolized cortisol, you're not producing enough to get through the day, your bank account in terms of your, your sex hormones are depleted, you're aromatizing, you have way too much estrogen, your estrogen phase one is very quick but phase two is very slow. We see all of that and, and a lot of people that I talk to say, oh, I've tried everything and then I ask them, well, tell me about your genetic test. Oh, I never did that. Tell me about your urine, urine test. They never, well, they did that. Well, did they compare it to your saliva and your blood test? No, they didn't do that. Those are a lot of the things that you gotta be doing. And then it's important to understand that HPA axis because that's really the scorecard on all of this. So, uh, and then lastly, you gotta put all the puzzle pieces together. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys tonight. I Hopefully you got a lot of value out of that. Um, I got a couple of opportunities. Um, we do sell those brain taps. Um, these brain taps are awesome. Uh, I mean, I do it twice a day. Um, you notice when you're in traffic and someone cuts you off, it's not that big of a deal anymore because my brain's changing the way that it's plasticized and it's like whatever. Um, but um, that we, it typically retails at 547, um, but we have a special, if you PM me in the link or DM me or, or however you're hearing about this, um, then say, hey, I wanna be included on the $100 off. That's a $447 value, uh, uh, which is typically $547. And then what I do is I work with people one-on-one. -on -one. I, I don't have too many availabilities now before, between now and the end of the year. Uh, I have three more availabilities to join my coaching program. We do six months, 12-month uh, programs. Um, but what I do is I do a, a no-obligation consultation with you guys um, to, to see where you are with your health problem, um, where you want to be, and if I feel I can bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be, um, I'll tell you exactly what I think you need to do. Um, and out of that session, you'll get a lot of value. Um, you'll hear things that you never heard before, and even if we don't get started and we're not a match for each other, there's no obligation to be a match for each other. I don't even offer the program to a lot of the people because you're not, you're not 
at a place where you realize that this is a serious problem that needs to get fixed yesterday. You think it's more expensive to not fix it uh, uh, than it is to fix it. Uh, or the other way around, you think it's more expensive to, to fix it than it is to not fix it. The people I work with realize, oh my gosh, if I don't fix this, it's going to cost me this, that, and the other. And that pales in comparison to what it would cost to fix it. So those are the people that I want to sign up for that call. Um, they have to be coachable. Like if I tell you you got to prick your finger and take your glucose levels and your ketone levels, and you're like, I don't want to prick my finger, it's annoying. But what's more annoying is that you're exhausted and you're burnt out, you can't focus, you can't concentrate, um, you can't fall asleep, you don't wake up with energy, that's more annoying. So I need people that are going to be coachable. And then lastly, the resourcefulness in terms of you've probably spent a lot of money already. We do a very in-depth program and to figure out if we're going to fix you and what tests we need to do, the genetics and all the things that we talked about in this video, that's going to require an investment. So sign up. What I'll do is I'll post a link to my, my free, no obligation, 45-minute consultation. The only thing that I ask of you guys is you be super serious and have those three qualities. You're, you're super coachable, you're decisive, you know that you need to fix this yesterday, and you're willing to get resourceful. So um, I got a couple questions here. Um, let me see what, what they talk about here, Jared. Um, the listeners can look up resistance versus acceptance and learn the constant practice, what is called, um, sorry, it just disappeared. Um, what is called um, acceptance. This can make a person realize stress is an illusion if they look at it correctly. That's a good point. Um, what, do you, what diet do you recommend for adrenal fatigue? Um, Lisa, I'll have another um, Facebook Live on that, but I do recommend what I call, oops, sorry, um, being metabolically flexible. Being, being able to utilize carbs, proteins, and fats, um, not being dependent on insulin and, and causing the receptors that bind to insulin to not work properly, um, and being able to go into and out of ketosis. And we teach our patients how to do that. Um, as well, where is your office and how long, how long to get a cons consult with you? So uh, my office is in Boca Raton, Florida, um, but the great thing now is they have this new thing called the internet, and um, I have patients all over. I have patients in Indonesia, I have patients in Australia, I have patients in Canada, and we meet face-to-face -face on the internet, and we're able to facilitate um, kits being sent to different places, and then we go over the results and, and get you better, basically. So um, how long does it take to get the consult? I don't know, I'm gonna post the link. We usually book it out in a week, and spots book up really quickly. I know my schedule is really jammed, so I'll put that link to the um, to my schedule so that you can sign up for that. And then over here, um, I don't know if there's any questions that have been being asked on my Instagram. Um, I think there has been though, but what I'll do is, I can't see it because it's sideways, um, but I'll answer those DM questions, or DM me if you guys have any questions at all, and so that we can go over everything um, specifically with what you think's going on, and, and I can help you with that. Um, does meditation help? Yes, meditation helps a lot. Uh, and then Mike, Mike, hope you're doing well. Can neurotransmitter issues cause AF alone? Um, it could. It's a, it's it's a um, it's a chick. It's a what's it called? Chicken or the egg, right? Um, because the question is, can neurotransmitters issues cause adrenal fatigue alone? Um, the neurotransmitters don't fall out of the sky. Um, they have to be released for some reason from the stress that we have in our environment. When I say stress, it, it, stress is just information. So going to work, having to answer phone calls, um, talking to, to your friends, 
um, stopping in traffic, all those things cause the brain to release neurotransmitters. And if those neurotransmitters aren't being formed properly and, and broken down properly, then that can contribute to the fatigue, but then the fatigue can also contribute to the neurotransmitters um, not working properly either. So hopefully that answers your question. Um, but that's all I got for you guys tonight. Hopefully you got a lot of value out of this. Um, my name is Dr. Joel Rosen. I do call myself the Adrenal Fatigue Recovery Ninja, and I look forward to ending your adrenal fatigue nightmare. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen and we'll talk to you soon.